Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morning Star Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, brethren. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I'm your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight... Worshipful Brother Joe. Worshipful Brother Ken. Brother Rocco. Brother Mark Lindsay. We have Brother Mark Lindsay with us tonight from the CT Chip, uh, and we're going to be going over that tonight. Uh, but first, we have a couple things that uh, we need to go over. Uh, we're going to go through likes real fast, just likes that we have on Facebook, and our five-star review. And then from there, we will get directly into the CT CHIP program, which is the Connecticut Child Identification Program. So here's what we got. New likes. We have Leon Dows, John L. Hanneman, Michelle Bonham, which we've covered yes. before, Keith Sigworth, Steve Pacheo, and Tyler Loving. So, brethren, right hand to arms. To arms. arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat. 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 All right. Perfect. Stuff gets worse every time, huh? It yeah, it doesn't get better with age. Beautiful. It's proper. Fill them up one more time. Oh, you hate us. You love it. And we're going to do our Apple review, and then we were going to get right into the CT chip program. Apple review. This was actually a good one. Oh, we got a new Apple review? Mm -hmm. I didn't see that this morning. Yes, we do. All right. This one I didn't realize comes from... I'm going to beer. This one comes from JB143. It says, great. Great podcast. Love the light atmosphere and joking. Shows that they are brothers and friends. Something you don't see much these days. One of the reasons I am petitioning my lodge. Awesome. Good. So that's perfect. Good to hear. Joe, lead this one. Brothers, right hand to arms. To arms. arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Uh, two more things I just want to say. Uh, happy birthday, Marines. Yesterday was uh, Marine Ooh. Corps birthday. Happy birthday. Here's to you. Uh, today. 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 Yes. today. Today. Sorry. Uh, I'm thinking Veterans Day. Happy and Sesame Street. Birthday <laughs> to Please don't. You. <laughs> All right. So, uh, happy birthday, Marines. And uh, tomorrow. Hey, happy Veterans, Veterans Day. Happy, yes, Veterans, happy Day. Veterans, Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. To you, George. 
to me and to all Marines and all veterans wheresoever dispersed. And Ken, tell us what's up now. What's up? What's up? Oh, you mean what we dropped last night? What we dropped? What okay. you dropped last night? So we have the Freemasons podcast has released its Move campaign site, uh, Masonic outreach to veterans everywhere. <laughs> we finally have a home base, a mm-hmm. place on the World Wide Web where we can put all of our campaign assets and all of our information for um, any returning veterans that are interested in learning more about the craft, and that is at movecampaign.org. Fantastic job on that website. Too. Yes. Thank you, brother. Fantastic. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Fantastic job. So we'll do one more toast. Ken, you're going to lead this oh, one. Oh, no, ma. Oh, we and to we're going to toast all veterans and the Marine Corps birthday. Semper Fi, Marines. Recharging and aligning cannons. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> too late. <laughs> I didn't know there was three coming. To the 244th Whoa. Marine yeah. Corps birthday. Sorry. <laughs> Are you really sorry? (laughs) (laughs) To the Marines. So to all of our veterans, wheresoever dispersed, and to the United States Marine Corps for its 244th birthday. birthday. Brethren, right hand to arms. 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 Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Let's start right into it. CT Chip, we have with us tonight brother Mark Lindsay, and your lodge is? Ivanhoe Lodge 107 in Darien, Connecticut, brother. Awesome. And uh, you are a, we're going to go over your Masonic career. First off, we'll start, what got you, what got you interested in Freemasonry, and how did you get into it? Um, I was actually standing over my grandfather's grave. I looked to the left. I know he was a Mason and a Shriner. His brother was a Mason, his wife was an Eastern Star, the next stone was a Mason and an Eastern Star, and I'm like, I get it, I get the message. (laughs) I petitioned my lodge in town and uh, actually found out my other grandfather was a Mason. So that started me on my Masonic journey, and it's four years now. Wow, awesome. And uh, who got you in? Uh, Give a shout out to a brother? (laughs) uh, This brother I cannot give a shout out. Actually, no, I can't. Andrew Manello. Uh, from uh, uh, Darian, and also he's in uh, uh, Harmony Lodge. Yes, he's our, Lodge our new grand historian, yes, right? He is very good, oh, very no, good. He'll be uh, honored, I think, coming up in the next yeah. in the new year. There's a, or something before the end of the year. There's something for him. So very cool. Yeah, roast. I believe they're going to um, roast him. That should. Be it fun. actually, it's funny because I I was talking to my neighbor and I said, "Do you happen to know any Masons?" He goes, "Actually, my my nephew is, and that was Andrew." Oh, cool. Um, so Perfect. that's how I got in. Uh, any officers chair right now? Um, I'm going through the line right now. I'm going to be a senior uh, deacon uh, this year, so just raised from junior. And um, also the chairman of Charitable Giving and uh, also chairman for CT Chip for Divi- or, uh, District 1 in Connecticut. Awesome. Cool. But uh, one of the things you grabbed a hold of was this CT Chip thing. Yes. So let's start uh, with what it does and how it was founded. Um, well, it was founded, uh, I think, originally in Massachusetts. It's been given here in uh, Connecticut since 2002 Um, and basically when I looked online and we had one of the officers the chairman for the whole state come in and talk to us and found out there's over half a million kids every year reported missing in America and that there's something that we can do about it here in our own state I volunteered Um, and I think that's something that we need to do as Masons and this is what we're here to do is good for our community 
Right. And if we can help find one kid, we've done our job. Absolutely. So I just wanted to spell a myth that is actually out there. And the first myth is very simple, is that it's called CT chip. Yes. And it has to do with child identification. That is an acronym. You're not actually chipping children. No, no. Uh, it would probably be a lot easier, but no, we don't. Um, first off, the, the, the thing is the, the program is totally free to who, anybody who wants to do it. This last year in Connecticut, we had 54 um, events. We did over uh, 1,200 kids, so we average about 22 kids per event. Uh, and it's also very confidential. There's no database. So free, confidential, takes about 10 minutes per kid. And what we do is a, um, we go through and we do everything on a USB drive and give it to the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also do a bike card. And we'll go through and we'll do a demonstration so you yep. can see how we do all that. I have my two little hooligans up here who are going to go through it, one of which is going to lose my jacket. And uh, we're going to uh, put him through it so that everybody can see exactly what, uh, what transpires right. and what information they're going to get, as well as a little package you got there in front of you. I'm going to hold that up. There yeah. you go. So this doesn't go into any centralized database. It all goes They're, onto the USB key right. at the time. Un- that unlike the ones it. that they do at the at the uh, if you go to police station, they also do them. This is actually the most comprehensive uh, child identification program in the nation. Um, and uh, what we do is we put everything on on the the USB drive. There's also a bite guard and a cheek swab for DNA and for dental, um, and it goes in a pack. And what I try and do is make sure that the parents keep this either in their sock drawer uh-huh. um, take it with you when you go on vacation to Disney World or especially overseas uh-huh. uh, God forbid the kid goes missing the most important time is the first 24 to 48 hours uh, when they're missing that you can get this to the authorities and then they can actually uh, put out the either an amber alert uh, silver alert um, and try and find these you know these children I should also say we're also now doing this for adults with dementia which if you have some older adults and you need, it's not just children. You can actually do it for any adult that you want to have it for. Um, you know, again, you can go online to ctchip.org and request it. It doesn't matter what uh, district in the state of Connecticut, it'll come mm-hmm. up and it'll, then our, our chairman for the state will tell us and it'll go in like, I think Joe, you just did one. Yep, for, we've got uh, one set up for uh, February in Trumbull, Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, in conjunction with the elementary school and their uh, Super Bowl breakfast, we've been doing it. I think this is our 11th year wow. doing it. So we've got quite a streak going. We want to continue that. So. And this is done streak. in multiple states. This isn't just a Connecticut thing. No, it's actually a Freemasons uh, thing. Uh, uh-huh. All of the states, I think a few may have dropped off. And, and you know, uh-huh. it, it depends on who's running it in your area and how active you'll be. Um, I'm, of course, new, so I'm very active. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you give me a little bit more time and I'll get more lax in right, it. But right. no, it's just an important thing. I think, and it's... You know, 10 minutes out of my day, you know, to do this or, or four hours out of my day on the weekend. I, I don't care. I think it's that important. And that's what our obligation of Masons are to do and right. try and do, do good things for the community. Right. It really is nice to see your uh, enthusiasm for for the program. Um, we participated uh, at our pump at the Seymour Pumpkin Festival uh, two years in a row. And last year we didn't. We, uh-huh. um, we but that's something as a lodge that we strive to bring back. Yeah. And um, we, it's nice to see that the program also is growing in technology. Um, when we were doing it, it was DVDs or CDs. Right. And, um, and now going to thumb drives, it makes it so much simpler yeah. to just plug it in and go. Well, the, the state of Connecticut, the Grand Lodge, is actually the main supporter of this. They pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're updating a lot of the website, the, the flyers. Um, I have to tell you also just an event I just did in Stanford uh, where 90% of the applicants were Hispanic-speaking. 
Um, mm -hmm. And this last summer in Stanford, we had four young ladies go missing. So once they found out what we were doing, they were lined up around the street. Mm -hmm. right, and 90% right. were Hispanic and 90% were female because of the mm -hmm. missingness. So right. it, it's a great cause. It made me feel great that you could actually give back and help in that regard. Um, and that's something that we all should be doing. And again, I, I'm sorry, I just no, want to emphasize again, this is a service that's provided for free. There is no charge no. for it. And the only thing that, that we keep as part of the program is the permission slip. Every single thing that goes in that packet goes right to the parents. They take everything with them. And yeah. again, I just want to emphasize, it's free. It's yeah. absolutely And the computer free. self destroys the data it's not no it just goes through and yeah, it's, it's not, it's not on a database it's but the other thing is that you don't have to be a masonic lodge to organize it you can go to ctchip.org and request it i've had people request it at their offices where they may have a child care service mm -hmm. there yeah. mm -hmm. um and we'll come in and we'll we'll do it whenever we can and that website is up on uh up on our page when we posted the uh, uh announcement for tonight's uh yes podcast uh, there's a, a link right on there that'll take you directly to the information page on ctechip.org thank you joe you You're did welcome. that earlier today so. uh you actually have a question uh joseph schultz worshiper brother joseph oh, schultz boy. asks is there an age limit my son is 26 or 28 no if he wants it we'll do it i mean if you think and actually what i want to see more of is more participants for teenagers because those are the ones that are running away a lot of the most right. mm -hmm. you know most of the missing children that are, are listed in america are teenagers running away from home mm -hmm. <clears throat> and if we had this information plus you don't have to do them as often because mm -hmm. the teeth are already in right, you know right. you, you have that there for them so what do you recommend uh for like kids who are younger like because you do all the way from babies all the way up i'll do them with them sitting on the lap of the parents and the parents can answer the questions right what you're i mean the main thing we're doing is trying to get some some visuals so we'll get a picture we'll do right. some video if they can speak so you get some some uh um, idea of what they sound like right fingerprints um, all the data information of contact information for the parents and mm -hmm. if there are any birthmarks if there are any allergies that they have mm -hmm. all that information goes onto the USB drive and then it's there for the authorities so they'll have it when they find or locate the kid and the other thing that's good about this program too and I always encourage is do it every year especially when the kids are still growing their features are still changing their hair might be a different color. I know a lot of kids have started off blonde and then they end up with dark hair, but they're going through a lot of changes, you know, up until their puberty you know, in their late yeah. teens. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's not something where you just get it done once and then you put it aside and it's before set. they go off to college. Right. Yeah, do it, right. do it every year. You, it's, it's free. It's you can free. do it every year, but it's free. I mean, for the kids that are usually about, you know, three, four, five, they can do it every year because they are changing the right. teeth are falling out right. and uh, yep. you're getting, you know, adult teeth in. You know, if they're five, six, seven, you can do it every two to three years. Again, it's free. So if you're there, we do it a lot at touch of trucks, you know, at the mm -hmm. fire stations. That's where we've been doing mm -hmm. a lot lately. Um, Darian had a beach fest that we did one at. Yes. Yep. I remember seeing so that. That's it. Cool. Uh, another question. <clears throat> well, not question, but uh, before we went live, excuse me, you were telling a story about... Um, so you ask a bunch of questions to the kids when they're on camera right. and one of the questions is uh, what, what is your safe space or right. what is your where do you go when you're upset right and you were telling a story uh you want to well, one, story? one of the stories that actually happened in massachusetts that that was the first state that started this so mm -hmm. shout out to all the freemasons in massachusetts for getting this started it's a great cause mm -hmm. um 
one of the questions, it was a young teenage boy, and the mother had just done the CHIP program, and he ran away, and so she took it to the authorities. And on there, the question was, where do you want to go when you want to be alone? Mm-hmm. And, of course, he said, I, I have this cul-de-sac I go to, and this is where my, my place is in the hide. And so the cops went there, and sure enough, that's where he was. It's that simple mm-hmm. sometimes to solve these missing children. Now, the biggest issue that we have in Connecticut is that there's really not a database that would take them out when they're found. Right. New York right. State has one, I believe Massachusetts, but not Connecticut. So mm-hmm. sometimes these children are reported missing, found, and they're never taken off. Right. So there needs to be some update done with that, too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of states need to work and try and increasing that information. Right. Uh, works for Brother Greg Schultz. How many kids are found each year? Well, good question. I don't know the exact number um, because of that. But what we were just saying, the database, sometimes they may be found, but they're never taken off. Right. Um, our thing is, if we find one, we've done our job. Yeah, then it's worth. That's the bottom line. Yep. Uh, and it goes to uh, again. They're asking again. Uh, does it go to state and federal law enforcement? That's where it would go if the parents. It would only go wherever the parents want to give right. the information to. Right. We don't keep anything. It's up to the parents. If the right. parents don't want to use it, they don't have to use it. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's up to them. So, but in order to start the process, they would physically the parent have to physically take that packet and hand it over to whichever law enforcement department. Well, when department they're, when they're reporting the child exactly. missing, right. they would exactly. say, and here's my CT chip, and the cops it, would go, great, thank exactly. you. And it doesn't go ahead of time. No. It's, it's no. all Everything is confidential and kept with the parents it's on that. It's totally up to the parents. Because that, one of the things that happens... That's called the purple pack. And yes. that's what it is you're mm-hmm. getting, is a purple pack. Yeah, it's all the information that stays with the parents. Right. Nothing goes to... Uh, the authorities prior to the parents actually physically handing them the purple pack. No, there's no database. Correct. We're not going to be sending you any kind of information on Freemasons, asking for donations, anything. Now, if you'd like to donate because of this cause that we do, great. Uh-huh. We'd love to have it. Uh, but again, it's part of what we do as Masons, you know, for the community. Right. So, uh, anything else that you can think of that uh, we want to get right into uh, showing uh, everybody online who uh, what we do we can do either way All but right. I mean my my thing is again like I said personally for me it's a way for me to do what our obligations are as masons which is mm-hmm. to give back and try and do good mm-hmm. making good men better and for me just seeing the kids I mean you you it also helps by the way I would say if you have a female that helps Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they get scared with having old guys do yeah. this, and especially the mouth guards and cheek swabs. So yep. I try and get teenage girls to help from high school that have either groups or something. They can use it as community service. Right. Um, we so have dental hygienists that come in to do the bike guards and things. So mm-hmm. they're a li- little bit more comfortable, especially when you're putting the, the mouth guard in them. So that would also help. But generally it takes about two or three people to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done it by myself. You know, we're going to do it by ourselves now because you guys yep. are useless. But, you know. <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing when it comes to this. Hell one, so. So, um, but uh, okay, so uh, we're going to prep real quick and let let everybody know who's watching and listening that we have already. You've asked a series of questions. Do you want to go through those series of questions? Um, just the ones that uh, we can't. Well, I'd rather not because I have my two children up here. Actually, if well, we got Hannah and George. You two can actually stand up and stand over there by the stand up behind Rocco. Georgie, chase Rocco out. Come on in. Come on in. There is my daughter and my beautiful Hannah. That's that's and handsome George. That's half of my of my uh, soccer team that I have, and only one of them is and, your uh, favorite. But we won't get into <laughs> well, that. Here, we'll, we you won't know, get into that. Start that. <laughs> we can we can start by the simple thing. Some of the things we do 
are a height and weight, right? Uh-huh. So, George, get up here for me. So, George, oh my God, George, you put on weight since last night. No. <laughs> it's only been like 20 minutes, man. You're right at 100 pounds. I told him where the candy was. Let's see so, when we did this for real before live, when they were actually collecting the data, there who went go. first? Step up, and he's yeah. four feet seven. Exactly. So, that'd be some of the information that we give them that, you right. know, his height and weight. And, Hannah, we're not going to say because oh, you're a lady, so we don't do that. Um, <laughs> But you were asking about some of the other questions. We yeah. ask first their name. You guys can park it for a little bit until we're ready to do the second half of this. Um, so we'd have their name. Mm-hmm. We'd have their gender. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and middle name and last name. Right. Um, height and weight, as we already went over. Uh, you want to turn that there? Yeah, perfect. Um, eye color, hair color, if they wear glasses or not. Mm-hmm. Um, last name, race identification. Mm-hmm. Um, that we'd put in there um, if they have a nickname. Uh-huh. Um, birth date, of course, parent or guardian. Uh-huh. Um, distinguished birthmarks that we uh, we talked about, like if they have yep. any birthmarks anywhere. I think Hannah, you had a couple we were talking about. Um, if they have any allergies, uh-huh. nut allergies and things. And then the primary information would be phone number, address to contact the parents. Yeah, so all things that we're not going to uh, put on here. No. <laughs> but those were all asked to uh, Hannah and Georgie prior <coughs> to beginning. Right. Um, and, and then when we get into the actual other data, um, mm-hmm. we would do a fingerprint, which if you want, do you want to show them? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to show everybody the fingerprint. We can actually so move it over here and they can do it so they can oh. see how easy it is. Okay. Hannah and Jordy or one of you two, gone it up. So the fingerprints have come a long way. They used to do them on the old kind of. Uh, yes, I ink. remember when I did the when I did the CT chip thing. It was the ink one, and That's everybody it. was all black by the end yeah. of it. So, so now they've the all been cool. they've been digitized. So it's real right. simple. So Hannah, you just put your right hand, your right thumb, bink like that, and you got one. You go all the way through them, and it's that quick, and it just blinks and it's done. So that has taken away a lot of the time, and then. Um, we would also do after that a picture so we have camera everything set up here um, on the computer and we have uh, we do pictures and we do the video and ask those kind of questions we talked about before mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it it's pretty simple uh, you want to do the you want to show how the video works and now I can turn the camera and you could ask them the same questions sure but... they want to do it let's get in there All right. uh, George where are you get over here George how long is the cable on that camera there you go. Uh, we can make it work so we have the camera set up, and it's just simple things like this. So George, when I point to you, you're going to be a star. We're going to be recording. So you ready? What's your name? George Marjorie. Um, how do you get home from school? I take the bus. And where do you like to play? Um, outside. And if you get upset, where do you like to go? Uh, in my room. Okay. And what's your best friend's name? Jack Schwinger. And do you have a bike? Yeah. What color is it? Black and green. That's it. Simple as that. So that's, you know, the process. And that's basically, it's not even really about the questions. Some of them, yes, mm-hmm. but it's more about getting a voice identification. So uh, you have a question here from Brother Greg Schultz, which is, does the camera use face recognition software or just a picture? And just a picture. Is, but the great idea, George. I mean, I wish maybe that's once something Once you we have that ask. picture, the law enforcement agents could run it yeah. through some sort of They voice can do it that way anyway. Face, but, facial recognition um, software after. But again, that's probably too expensive for what we can do right now in the state of Connecticut. <laughs> but again, you, you just, just put the picture in. And they don't need anything else. So yeah. that's pretty much it. And, and that's, you know, when we talk about Good the question. picture and the information, you know, God forbid you're a parent who discovers that your child is missing. Right. 
the last thing you want to do is go through a photo album, pick out the best picture or the most recent picture. I know it might be a little bit different now with everybody having cameras on their phones and whatnot, but even still, you don't want to have to worry about going through all those things mm-hmm. and, and no. dealing with those questions. You just hand the purple packet right over to law enforcement. They have the information, and you're not... It's the last thing a parent wants to worry about if once they discover this, or they might not even be capable mentally of... Yeah. Dealing with that aspect of it, it's yep. true. Here, here's the information. Look, I mean, get it's, out there. It, it, it could be the worst scenario Absolutely. that you want to be in, yep. but it's also better to be prepared than not. Exactly. So, exactly. especially when you're under duress and you're worrying about it, that you would have this already. You don't have to worry about another issue, another thing. Like, this is why you do it. It's about being prepared. And if yep. you're prepared for these instances, then great. And if you never have to use it, even better. Exactly. So we hope that you, we never, hope have you never have to use it. So the other thing we're going to do, and I'm going to try Hannah with an H. There you go. Come over. Hop here up, Hannah. Go no. over by Rocco. Sorry, Rocco. That's all right, Rocco. Rocco get out. So the other thing we do to get a DNA sample. Hold on one second, Mark. Get out. That's what happens when you're not the strong. You can't hear, but I'm playing with the FX over here. Uh, I do. I do evil voice when I yell at people to get out. Did you do that to you? No. Hey, Hannah, uh, in Georgia, your mom's watching, so. Okay. So we're going to do now what we do is a, D- a DNA sample, okay? And it's very simple, very quick. It doesn't hurt. So just open your mouth, and we just do like that, and it's that quick. And then what we do is, you notice I tried to kill any germs. We're going to put it in the pack, make sure it's sterile, and that would go in Hannah's little purple pack like this along with the USB. And then for George... Come here, George. Mr. Football player, we're going to do a bite guard. Uh-huh. Now, the bite guard is, is to get the teeth imprint and everything. So it's just these little plastic things like this. Remember what we talked about when you do your mouth guard? So what I'm going to do is you're going to open your mouth wide. You're going to bite on it. It's going to be like bubble gum. Don't chew on it and then just let it go. But wait till I get it in. It takes about 10 seconds. We're going to put it in some sterile hot water. Let's hope it's still hot. Yeah. Maybe take about a little bit longer. And typically what will happen is if you show up to one of these events, you'll have different stations throughout the event. So you'll walk in and you'll register and get sign the permission slip um, and get your pack. And then you go to the height and weight station where they'll do the height and weight. They'll write everything down. Then you take that, go to the fingerprint station, go to the dental impression station. Right. Uh-huh. And you go through. And then usually at the end of it, there's another table. It's when we've run it somebody that will go through your packet with you to make sure you have everything Everything, right and then you're done and this is all mason volunteers yeah yeah or or actually we have some dental volunteers too that come in from the dental school the hygienist that'll help us with that i also just want to add one other thing uh the only the the reason why i'm only doing the older ones or the bigs as i call them is because the littles would be knocking that sign over they would be playing with things and jumping and yeah, oh, so I would I, never. I will be doing my younger. Uh, I will do, be doing the littles, as I call them, uh, at some point. Yeah. But on a podcast with, uh, <laughs> we'll bring them to an actual event. But for any, bring my yeah. <laughs> but for anybody Somewhere in the um, anybody in the the Connecticut area, uh, especially in the Fairfield County area, on uh, February second at Frenchtown Elementary School in Trumbull, Connecticut, this uh-huh. is the first event of the year. It appears. Yeah, uh, it is. And the first one on the calendar. Come on down. The the chip event is free. There's the school is also running a uh, charity pancake breakfast for the school that day. Um, it's 
You've done like a hundred there before, you said, right? Uh, we've done as many as 120 kids go through there. Wow. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> because it's their largest event of the year. It's a it's a large elementary school. Usually, about 400 kids show up that day uh, for the breakfast. Supplies. So, are uh, you ready? It was a good sure. good opportunity for us to get involved. All right, we got to make sure it's not too hot. It may not be so. Open be up fine. Rise. It's not fine. steaming or anything. I hope I burn. And then let go. There you go. So we get a little bit of an imprint. We can get more. I just did a quick one, and you put it in here. Perfect. We label it. Again, a, a separate a separate envelope. Gets separate sealed. envelope. This goes in his pack. And we date it, which is important, too. So you want to know. Tastes like paper. Good. Tastes like the bubble. To the we'll have to tell him to change the gun. flavor for you, George. And we put it in his pack. <laughs> and we'll do the same to Hannah later, but Hannah's ahead of you. Here, give me your. let me do this real quick. Open up. Oh, yeah. It's got all that popsicle in it. Good. Probably <laughs> friggin' candy. No yeah. one had. Were you eating Whoppers in there? No. Don't eat all the Whoppers. He's a liar. It's my favorite candy. Don't eat all my candy. <laughs> I don't eat Whoppers. You've got the DNA equivalent of a Hershey bar. So here, so in his pack, we would have those two things. So he's got his, his DNA, his bike guard, and then the USB chip. And that's a full pack. So then we do this. Close it up. And then, George, I got something for you. There you go, pal. You're done. Uh, nice. You're, right. You're chipped. And that was like 10 minutes altogether for the yeah, entire data Ten minutes process. With cool. explanation, too. And, and so. I understand a lot of the things that you didn't see that were done prior to were, uh, again, you talked about the questions. That's around. for you. George is done. George and we'll done. get Hannah to bite on this in a second here. So. <laughs> Like after after oh, she's done with her chocolate, no, she's eating candy. She's eating candy. She's now you can don't like, brush your teeth. Some kids are really scared about the bike card, mm -hmm. so in some cases I'll just give them to the parent and say, "Take it home. You can do it yourself." Right. When mm -hmm. he's ready or when she's ready, don't worry about it. The main thing is that we get something. Mm -hmm. The yep. pictures, the fingerprints, and the video are the most important, and the contact information, right? So right. you know, if we get don't get a DNA or we don't get a bike card, I don't care. It's right. about giving you enough some information. Is right. Better. Better than nothing. Right. Uh, uh, question. Greg Schultz, a worship brother Greg Schultz. If parents get divorced, can the kit be duplicated or kept info with the grandparents when they are uh, when they are visit out of state, etc.? We ask not to open the pack once it's been sealed, <laughs> to leave it alone, especially since you do have DNA and, and bike cards that the DNA needs to be kept you know, sterile because right. you don't want that. But can you way. duplicate? In other words, can you do two kits for the same kit? I'll do as many kits as they want for the same kid. Awesome. We actually, okay. what actually helps is like with them when we input the information, there's a sibling key on there, so I don't have to enter the information on you, the right, address, right, right, the right, phone. Right. It goes much quicker that I way. I just want to show everybody what the purple pack looks like. So just uh... so you could theoretically have one for the parents and then have a secondary one that if they're traveling out of state, you know, if they're going on a field trip or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or maybe a kid goes and spends a couple of weeks in the summer with their grandparents yep. every yeah. year. Well, I actually, so one of the one. things that I have been trying to do is you have so many foreign students coming over here uh -huh. that they you wouldn't have the parent here. Right. You know, or you have the nannies that are coming over, that kind of thing. So yep. I've been trying to get those schools involved that have some of the foreign exchange students here. And the same thing for kids going overseas to take the packs that they have that with the parent or the guardian that's with them there. I think it's very important. Teenagers, I think, are the, the most important thing. Absolutely. They're the ones that are being reported missing most every yep. day with the silver alert. So maybe I'm asking a stupid question, but maybe I'm not. Uh, again, all of this is information. But you said that you can do uh, older 
uh, elderly. Yeah. Who have dementia or just, you know, they want the elderly in case they, you know, walk off and right. whatever. But um, if they do not have teeth, do you just still do the gum impression? Uh, no, you can't because it would be too hard. I mean, this is a little right, plastic, right, so right. Um, you wouldn't worry about it. You would it. forego that. The part main thing it. with the adults is that you'd want fingerprint and you'd want video and mm-hmm. you want pictures. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. I wouldn't right. even worry about the teeth in that regard. Right. Okay. But if you can get one good tooth, it's even better. You know. I'm just trying to figure out how they're eating. <laughs> dentures. One dentures. There you go. Shakes. No, but then you can get an imprint of your dentures. And get an imprint. But it's not going to do much. They wouldn't know your teeth. Shake for breakfast or shake for lunch and a sensible dinner. <laughs> so it's good individual. It's still individual. So if you wanted to have an event. Fingerprint. Yes. If you wanted to have an event, uh, again, you go on uh, ctchip.org. Uh, .org. 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 Yep. You can go on ctchip.org. And so what? who would come up to you? Would it be... Nobody would come up to you. What you'll do is you'll get contact or... You'll, you'll yeah, put in the event. Like, would it go by a district of the state or a coordinator, or maybe there's an yeah. entire uh, yeah. state coordinator? This, I don't really know. The state has one uh, main coordinator, is the chairman, which okay. is Frank. Frank Mangero. Thank you, Mangero. Yep. I didn't want to mess up his name. Hi, Frank. I know you're working tonight. I <laughs> talked to him before we came. Um, Frank is amazing. He's the one who's really been spearheading this and putting it back on its feet. Um, getting the financing through the Grand Lodge and fighting for things. We actually now have a new trailer for District 1 that I had donated by the brothers at Temple Lodge in Westport. Shout out to them. Um, That we'll now be able to put all the equipment in that instead of in the back of my Jeep. Mm. Um, If you see me smiling or laughing, I'm actually getting the live feed question, so I'm not laughing at you or what you're saying. Uh, Heath Moss, who's down from down south, he said, that's good to know I'm in Alabama. (laughs) Well, may only have one good tooth. There you go. And that's what I was going to say that. I was just at a lodge in Georgia, and that's what you had. So, <laughs> uh, um, oh. down in Savannah, shout out to Savannah. <laughs> Some of our listeners and viewers are freaking hilarious, and they just, when they put something up there, they catch me off guard, and I'm doing canine. everything. I'm doing everything in my power not to lose it. So, um, but no, that's uh, that. That's so, so it all goes to one coordinator, and, and he from there will pass it on. Yeah, he he has to access okay. to the website, and then it it actually comes up on the calendar, and then he'll send it to me to make sure that I'm available, or any other district chairman is available. And if you're not, then you'll try and get a different date, because sometimes you'll have people asking for the same date, so you can't do two or three. I mean, we could probably do two in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, depends on how long the like your function is from eight to twelve, right, Joe? Yes, 8 to 12. So, well, we say yeah. 8 to 12, it'll really be more like 8.30 to 12, but I know how Masons are as far as being timely. Yeah. So I tell them 8 o'clock to make sure. You got RSVP. a new Mason here, buddy. I'm, I'm early. I was here an hour early tonight. Yes, right? was. I'm usually there at 7 o'clock. I was drinking at the bar yeah. downstairs. Actually, <laughs> you scared the bejesus out of me because I was up here bitching and complaining about doors being left open, and I come around the corner, and he's standing right there. Whoa! Is he lugging all of his stuff up there? Like no, 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 no. He, he, he came up with his stuff later. But. We see, I'm a, I'm a film producer in real life, so this oh, is nice. what I do is production and um, one thing I would like to say I just finished a Vietnam War story for Veterans Day that just went out on uh-huh. Friday called Very Danger timely. Danger Close uh, we did a charity screening with the VVA the Vietnam Veterans of America and it was in Ogden Utah on uh, Wednesday night uh-huh. I did one in uh, with Honor Bound Foundation a great foundation in Darien uh, we raised about $5,000 for them um, and um, I think it's out on VOD and in select theaters right now. It's, but it's actually from the Australian perspective with Travis Fimmel That's from awesome. um, 
was in uh, Vikings is this, yep. is this the yep. star of it is about a 23 million dollar production so oh, wow. that's that's what my real job is in, in very life, nice is cool production check that out we could use a video production connection can't there we? you go oh. yeah, we've got some idea we have a green screen I actually have a post-production facility in New York called Goldcrest Post and in London that's who I work with uh, uh, he's right. brothers he's way above, up. <laughs> way above our pay grade probably <laughs> But no, that's what I've been doing for, Don't laugh for at our little. We have some <laughs> very interesting here. ideas of things we want to do. So and a puppet, and, and a, a puppet, puppet on and top of that. And a puppet. Have you uh, have you heard about the podcast or what we do up here and the puppet and all? I've that heard stuff? absolutely nothing. So whatever happens, um, I don't claim <laughs> oh. any knowledge. Well, in that it. case, it's all good. It's all good, yeah. right? We're very, uh, everything's very perfect. Good then. No problem. We don't have any worries then. Yeah. <laughs> no idea about the puppet. We're good. I've seen Chucky. Is that what you're talking about or no? No, that's, uh, that's no, Puppet no, George no, no. up there. That's puppet George. George. He's manning the camera. He's a clandestine <laughs> puppet yeah, mason. Clandestine mason. Yeah, he has he's, a uh, apron and everything. He's, he, he's funny. <laughs> but um, it seems really right. weird when we're talking about it in this context. It does. Like, it does. Just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. A bunch of grown yeah. men with a puppet. You guys are weird. I, I actually used to do puppet ministry. Who can we, so. we thank? <laughs> uh, we'll who can we thank for that, though? Yeah, it's all Joe's fault. Joe's, it's all Joe's fault. Because I'm the straw that stirs the drink. <laughs> so we had uh, uh, Warshville brother uh, Art Del Cueto up. Uh, uh, he was actually Skyped in. We had a conversation. He's a Border Patrol agent um, who did a um, whole thing with... Uh, he was on. Uh, he was at a, a live press conference live press from the White House with, the White President House with President Trump, and uh, yeah, he. We were all going back and forth, and he said that Joe was the straw that stirs the drink, and we haven't stopped hearing about this. Pretty much, I was his favorite. I was his favorite. <laughs> I, can, I can understand that. I am the straw. I am the straw. I'm, the, I'm waiting for a shirt to go on our our podcast page. I was gonna say it's I'm, usually the straw that broke the camel's back. Right, but. I'm the one that stirs the drink. It's a little bit of both in this case. Uh oh. So. This obviously is incorrect because it has me at six foot. So that's the the, it's the height of it. It's generous. Is incorrect, correct? But that's just one of the things that the the sign here, the big. Uh, yeah, it's it, that's why we use the scale. I don't know if it's accurate, but it's no you, way that kind it, of six. It's six. actually used as an homage to uh, the usual just, suspects. Oh my! Mm-hmm. We just oh want to make people. Feel so this actually is used. Give them a couple extra. I'm guys are so sad. This actually isn't used. Then you you use the the scale which is behind you, the, yeah, the height I, scale of that. Yeah, so. we use the scale which has the height scale on it and the the weight. This is just. It makes for a nice measure. backdrop. It makes a yeah. better backdrop, backdrop for a picture, okay. right? right? Which is what we usually use for the pictures So the children. So the kids wouldn't obviously be uh, sitting. They would be standing against the thing. It, it depends. If the child is in a wheelchair, you know, uh-huh. we, we, we can do it either way. If it's a young child, they'll be sitting on the lap of a, of a parent. Right. Um, because they're not going to answer the questions usually, and they're scared. And if it's a kid right. that's really scared, you know, the parent may answer the questions for them too. Again, our thing is that we get as much information as we can, and... Um, that's what's important and the other thing that we've done with these events to try to make the younger children more comfortable is like i've had my daughter come and ask the interview questions yeah. mm-hmm. people have brought their children so somebody a little closer in age a little less intimidating than yeah uh-huh. all of us uh-huh. some of the masonic women would come out and- absolutely yeah. so it definitely helps uh with those children who may be a little scared to have somebody either you know somebody who's not a big scary old man well not for nothing it is intimidating just being interviewed in general as a kid right it's intimidating you know sometimes it's intimidating but you know i I gotta tell you (laughs) it's true i'm amazed by how much 
some kids are very well prepared. Like uh-huh. your your daughter, you know, phone number, address, boom, boom, boom. She's a social butterfly. Some, though, so she's some are fine, really but... good, and they know that, and that's great. But others don't have a clue. So it actually is good for them to practice and do this, you know, so that they do know their phone number, so uh-huh. they do know their address, so they do know their parents' name. Uh-huh. Just simple things like that. Right. Um, they need to really have that information at hand because so many of them, I know me with the cell phones and stuff. Do you remember numbers now? No, you put them in. No, you put and you hit speed dial, you hit right? Speed dial, right? Yeah. So we've kind of lost that ability. Two uh, two things. Uh, one question and another thing. I just want to point out that uh, when you took the the picture, you actually take pictures of the kids, and you took a picture of Hannah and Georgie when they were sitting down, and you took it from all angles. Correct. Front, left side, right side, back. Right. Uh, that's what they would be doing against the screen. Correct. 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 Okay. Uh, and the question is from uh, Steve Pachenko. How can other states get involved with the CT chip deal? And my assumption is he's probably talking about if there's a state that is not involved. In well, the I, I would tell them to go to the Grand Lodge and see if they are involved. And if not, they should get them involved. Because right. most Grand Lodges are doing it and they support it. Now, what if there is a somebody who is not a Freemason wants their kids uh, or wants to get involved and start this up? Is there, is there a person you can get a hold of? Uh, maybe sure, a- I would go to the Freemasons in that state and you can volunteer. Look, okay. y- y- you don't have to be a Freemason to do this. It's great, and you should join. I mean, but again, y- y- to be one, all you gotta do is ask one. Right. That's the simplest thing. And if you don't wanna be one, that's fine. You know, um, you know we're open fraternity, you know, and right. it's, it's part of what our obligation and things to do are these kind of things. Uh-huh. You know, same thing with charitable giving. You know, that's what we're all about and however we can help in the community. So it's the same as a rotary, or if you're gonna do the Kiwanis or any of the others, it's just for us, it's right. a fraternal order of men, and you know we have a few more kind of you know, mm-hmm. rites and rituals and, and things that we like to do. And right. uh, you know, for me, it was about hanging with guys that have common bonds and common um, beliefs right. that, that you, know, you wanna do good in the community. There's some, look, they're good Masons, they're bad Masons. You know, mm-hmm. It's like in real world, right? But you know, our obligation is to try and do good. Oh, actually, um, good question from Greg Schultz. Um, is the height and weight in meters and kilograms if traveling out of the country, and is there an app to save the data? So there's no app to save the data, um, but... Metric conversions. Yeah, you'd probably have to Google the metric conversion. We, we do it in... in uh, we do it in... Pounds and... and exactly, uh, yeah, we and do it in inches and um, But you can... I mean, it's either way on here. I, I mean, realistically, if they got the pack... Law enforcement would hopefully have smart enough people to Mm -hmm. Google the conversion stuff. But no, it is all in uh, English standard or however, American. I'm sorry, what was that? Imperial. The Imperial system. Oh, wow. You're getting upstaged. The correct system. That's why she's the favorite. Uh, Rob Wallace, brother Rob Wallace, it's a good point about reminding parents to bring this when they travel. I'll have to remember that for next time. Yes, carry this package with you. Yeah, and that's the problem. I mean, I know a lot of people take it and they'll just slip it in their sock drawer or something and forget about it. But, you know, when you're traveling, especially now that everybody's doing a lot of overseas travel, those authorities, you're not going to have the updated information. information You may have a picture or something from some tourist stuff, but you're not going to have all that stuff so that you can give this to them right away. I mean, it, it gets you step. step no one's ahead. Liam Neeson, basically. No, I will find you. I have a special no. set of skills, like, particular not... set of skills. 
I was wondering what that noise was in the background. I thought the window was open and the train was outside, and I looked over and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no, boiling water. We're getting cool. Hannah's yeah. mouth. Some fondue. Oh, we're so making so fondue we're over making here. Fondue. <laughs> I'm out that I was hearing things there. <laughs> That's funny. I like this microphone. This microphone's good. It's picking up everything over there. You ready, Hannah? Rocco, move your ass. Why? Hannah's coming. Oh, yeah, yours is going to be good. You ready? All right. That's good. Now that's a bite. Oh, that's what you want, like that. So Straight through it. Never mind, Rocco. You can come back now. We're good. That's kind of creepy. We should have done it that is. during the Halloween thing. It's like yeah. too much echo. You have to la, 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 la. back it off a little bit, like halfway. <laughs> then it would be creepy. You told me to start using the sound effects thing. Yeah, so I'm I know, but like, sorry, Rock, them I didn't come back. I didn't realize we were doing it there. Let's, just gonna put let's make creepy like, kid noises Rocco. during the CP chip episode. <laughs> that's that's a good idea. Hey, come on. Oh, come on now. What was that from? Shining? Yeah, you're thinking like those little twins. Yeah. That was creep. Right. It was The Shining. It was The Shining. I thought so. But uh, So Hannah has just done her um, her full kit, dental impressions, and her full kit. And then, again, you're sealing it up. Hannah, you want a sticker? Are you good? I wasn't told I was going to get a sticker. <gasps> she wants a sticker? Stickers yeah, are involved. Sticker. Oh, come over here. Get your sticker. There you go, Hannah. Are there, like, lollipops? Thanks for the camera. Like, thanks to Chip. I'm safe. Well, George has popsicles. So. Where do you want it? On Mickey's ear. There we go. I wasn't told I was going to get a sticker. Yes, you got a sticker. Wait, since when do we have ice pops? <laughs> Why was I not informed about That's this? That's like fourth one. Is it really oh your God. fourth one? Yeah, fifth. Fourth? fifth. There you go. Are, are there any left? Your kids are chipped. Totally. He's gonna pee okay. green. All right, there, there are some left though, right? No. Oh, okay. You know, cut out the middleman. Go right for the fun dip. Just cut it all out. Get the fun dip. You're put it right me, in your system. So I got the two packages. Yep. And there's uh, my daughter and son. They have the two packages, and uh, Joe, your event is when? It is uh, Super Bowl Sunday, February 2nd, 2020, from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. We'll be celebrating a little pre-gaming Patriot Super Bowl win that day. Uh-huh. Uh, George is my as favorite. we have now. the last few years. So, uh, yep, February 2nd, Frenchtown Elementary School in Trumbull, Connecticut. And I will be bringing... All are welcome. I will be bringing my littles there, so... Excellent. The Littles. I'll be bringing the Littles there to get the same thing done. You're done! Yeah, you're good for a while. You're done. Like, done, done. Dun, dun, dun. I am your father. (laughs) Somebody requested Darth Vader, so. All right, I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, Is there anything else you guys got to want to cover? I think that pretty much... No, I think that covers the program. I just got to say, I love Ice Pops. We really should stock up on these. Can you put vodka in them? Just saying. I mean, we could. Do you remember the old Otter Pops with the different uh, little... Yeah. Yeah. Vincent Van Gopher. Vincent Van Gopher was yeah. my favorite. Mm. No? That's what we deal with, Mark. I apologize. Good stuff. I want to thank you, uh, Brother Mark, thank for, you. Uh, for being on and talking about this. And if anybody wants to uh, get a hold of you or wants to do a CT chip event... They go to ctchip.org. That's correct. correct. And uh, if you're in, I mean, we break it up in districts, right? Each That's district. correct. I, I'm it's just sitting here watching you eat this thing, and it's it's like little cake. <laughs> it's not disconcerting. It's an ice pop. Everybody loves ice pops. <laughs> it's just the way you're sucking it. <laughs> All right. 
I'd say we shut this down, fellas. Yeah, before it gets off the before rails. It gets off the rails. I want to thank so. you guys for uh, having yeah, us. Um, again, we appreciate you guys getting the word out. Um, mm-hmm. Our whole thing is if we can save one, then we've done our job. We'll so, be blasting again. this on every major social media platform we have, as well as it's going to go out on uh, Google Cast, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, going on everything. So we'll try to get it out as much as we can. Yeah. And again, if you are unclear as to where to go, uh, you can get the a hold. There's a Grand Lodge in every single state right. in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, you know, there's a Grand Lodge of Freemasons across the world. Realistically, this doesn't have to be uh, a, just a United States thing. And get you know what? Of- if you need to look it up, go on the About page of um, the uh, MoveCampaign.org website, and we list all of those lodge Grand Lodge locators for both the U.S. and international. Absolutely. So if you want to look up your local Grand Lodge, we got you covered. And I think there's an article on the CHIP program this month in the Connecticut Freemasons magazine. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Very I'm going nice. to have to kill Ken's mic in a minute. But it's a good thing we're shutting down because all I hear is crunching. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll move further away. <laughs> it's funny as Like well. Alaska far away? I did say the way he is eating this thing is a little... <laughs> all right. Let's shut it down, fellas. <laughs> Thank Boy, you, guys. It's insane. So, uh, Thank you, Brother Mark. Charge him. Charge him? Charge him. Where's the proper... I said charge with his ice pop. <laughs> yeah, you get to shoot the ice pop, Ken. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Scissors. All right. Take one down, pass it around. I would like to propose a toast. Another popsicle for you? Joseph Schultz, I'm reading what you're writing, but I am not reading. Oh, uh, we're, 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 what is this? We're like, just a taste. Mm. Not repeating. We're down to dropping the bottle. Wow, we got beer. Perfect. (laughs) That's about all you need of that stuff. It's all. Yeah, I know. All right. I would like to propose a toast to you, uh, Brother Mark Lindsay, for what you do with CT CT Chip. And uh, thank you for being on the podcast and helping get the word out. So, brothers, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Thank you, Brother Mark. Thank you, Worshipful. Thank you for coming out. All right. So, for the Freemasons Podcast, I'm your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, signing off. Worshipful Brother Joe, signing off. Worshipful Brother Ken, signing off. Brother Rocco. And Brother Mark Lindsay saying goodnight to all. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.